Hey everyone, and welcome to the New Life Ranch Monthly Camp Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Metcalf. MCP is all about the people that love New Life Ranch and the stories of how God is using this place to change lives. Each month, we'll hear from the people who work at New Life Ranch and learn about their life, their testimony, and their heart for this ministry. This month, I'm talking to my longtime friend and coworker, Mr. Nathan McKinney. He has been involved with the ranch since a third grade camper and has experienced just about everything you can at New Life. After hearing his story, we played a fun game involving music you might find familiar. So, without further ado, let's get to know Mr. Nathan. Here today with me is the Summer Programs Coordinator, Mr. Nathan McKinney, longtime friend of mine, longtime friend of New Life Ranch, longtime employee of New Life Ranch. How long have you been working here now? Uh, a little over 11 years. 11 years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess something here. I'm going to try and guess every position that you've held at New Life since summer staff. So you got summer staff, and that would have been way back in what, like 2000? When was your last summer? Uh, 2007. 2007 was your was last, my last summer. summer on summer staff. Then you stayed on for the lead program. Yep. So we'll, we'll technically count that. Okay. Then you did challenge course. Did you do something in between there? I did, actually. Did you do like retreats, uh, apprentice or something before those existed? Well, so, yeah, I actually did like an adventure education apprenticeship. Oh. So they, after my like internship, they didn't have, uh, they had a really low response for interns. Oh, and okay. The uh, our ministry to school groups adventure education was had become super dependent on those <laughs> interns, and so they asked me to stay on yeah. and focus like just on that. It was less broad than the year before. Okay, so um, you, you did an adventure education, then you did challenge course. Uh, There's actually another one in between <laughs> that. Uh, so about halfway through that year was when New Life made the decision to uh, start our day camp ministry. Oh, that's and right. So they asked me, um, to stay on, uh, they extended like my contract commitment, right. uh, to help start our new day camp program. So I actually shifted gears halfway through that year <laughs> and the entire spring and then, and then summer was focused on, uh, creating and launching our day camp ministry. Yeah. And then, um, so the plan, <laughs> Yeah, the plan was for me to stay on <laughs> right. uh, as as day camp manager, but then a couple changes, that didn't make sense. That was when we started the new leadership development coordinator position, and that rolled under there, which then created the challenge course opening. Gotcha. That's how I ended up Challenge there. course manager for a little while. Yeah. Then you did retreats manager? Yes. And then that sort of turned into retreats and reservations coordinator. Yes. And you haven't had anything since then, because that was probably like your longest one for a while, yeah. where you, you were doing reservations. Yep. And now you finally landed back in programs, back where you started yes. as a summer pr- programs coordinator at Frontier Cove, New Life Ranch Frontier Cove, our brand new uh, site. Specifically, so, so you would deal specifically with programming for juniors. 
yes. that are at summer doing summer camp at Frontier Cove. Yes, and and leadership development. Okay, leadership development summer programs. Yep, across the board there. Yep, you're hiring staff to work under you and and make summer camp happen. Essentially, yes. At okay, so. I, I I lost count there, but eleven years and yeah. probably eight positions or so. so yeah. You've been around for a really long <laughs> time, lot. and I also think that in in the tenure of New Life Ranch, because you started coming in like nineteen ninety four, right? It was either ninety four or ninety five. I get confused. So one of those years, you started coming to New Life Ranch, which puts you, I think, like the number four longest tenured person, or at least having a relationship with New Life. Because yeah. I think Carrie Brown obviously is the winner, right? She she'll probably never be dethroned. <laughs> I mean, she's been around because she grew up at the ranch essentially, right? And then uh, Tom Graney, our executive director, Scott Shaw, yeah. Because I think they all started in like ninety two, ninety three, yeah. And then you came along ninety four, yeah. So. I've I've missed only one summer since ninety four. Um, wow. And even then, I volunteered for family camp in that one summer. Count it. So, Count it. It counts. So yeah. you've been around the ranch for a really long time. Uh, how did you get involved? Was it just something that your your mom signed you up and there you go? Pretty much, yeah. My mom had, uh, her and a couple friends had heard about uh, New Life uh, kind of through the grapevine. And so they signed me and two of my, my good friends up, and uh, we were all hooked. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Did you come as a third grader? I, I think it was the summer after third grade. Okay, so, man, you were just like, you yeah. were in. You were little, and you were yes. in. <laughs> oh, man, it was, it was the best. Yeah. So I, I guess what, what kept you coming back? Or I guess even the better question is what has kept you around for how many years did we say earlier? um 20 yeah. something <laughs> yeah so however long ago yeah 25 yeah yeah 25 years of sin- that's a, a that's almost half of new life ranch's existence yeah. you've been associated with it yeah that's kind of crazy to think about now it, that now that i'm wild. thinking about it so what kept you coming back and, and and being a part of the ranch for 25 years um as a camper early on um it was just like the perfect uh combination for me it was uh the the relational focus was huge for early on i like the counselors i thought were the coolest people ever and so that was a big thing for me and then just the friends you would make um but then also how we were doing that with the outdoors i always loved being outdoors i mean i spent all of my free time like at the creek um whether it was uh, going down the terrifying silver <laughs> bullet um, or, uh, you know, digging for crawdads further down the creek. Creek hikes, man, That I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, Just so outside of the scope of what a normal third or fourth grader would get to do in yes. their life, yeah. which I think that still rings true today, maybe even more so. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Just that outdoor approach of getting to explore creation in a way that, there's no way most of these kids yeah. got to explore like yeah, that. Yeah, I continue. That's one of the things I find most exciting about what we do is I'm I'm amazed at how many kids will show up to camp for a lot of different programs, whether it's summer camp or our outdoor education retreats with schools, um, and they've never canoed once hmm. in their life, or they've they've never you know gone on a hike or gone mountain biking like 
all I'm amazed at the number of like first time experiences the, the we're one able that, to provide. The one that always comes to my mind is there'll be kids that come who have just grown up in the city their entire life and they never have seen stars. And they'll look up and be like, Oh, that's stars. Right. And that to me is is crazy, but yeah. it's also incredible that we get yeah. to give them that experience. It is. It's awesome. Yeah. So you you came as a camper, you were hooked. And you started essentially in the leadership development program when it was maybe in its first or second year. Yeah, so I started as a Nehemiah on the Nehemiah team in 2000, which was the second yeah. uh, summer of its existence. Yeah, and then uh, you know we went through it was it was essentially LIT was what it was called leaders yes. in training, and that's where we would be assigned a cabin basically to shadow. Yep. Uh, much different than the Timothy team is now. That's for yeah. sure. Yes, a whole lot more structure in place now. Yes, a whole lot more uh, purpose and and meaning behind it. I would say not that yeah. it was bad back then. It just was a whole lot different. Right. And then and then a CIT counselor in training back before SOMA existed. Yeah, that was basically your only option. Do right. CIT. Uh, did the whole leadership development program. Then you became summer staff. Right. Yep. And yep. how many years did you do summer staff? I did three summers as a counselor and then um, 03 to 05. And then I came back in 07 uh, as the first LIT counselor. Okay. Um, Yeah, before they changed the name to Tim Team. And then then 2008 was kind of a pseudo – res staff, summer staff. Yeah. I was managing the challenge course, my full time I was kind of in between those two internships. Yeah. So you were you were on summer staff with me yes. and you were also on summer staff with your wife. Yes. Who you met on summer staff. That is correct. <laughs> and you guys have been married now for like ten years or something. You got a bunch of kids. And- yes. We celebrated eleven years this past fall. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Yes, it is. <laughs> what was what was your time like on summer staff? Um, man, it was awesome. It was super formative. One of the yeah, I, I think one of the most impactful things I've ever gotten to do. Thinking about just that community that is built, being a part of that. Like you know, this will be funny for any current summer staffers <laughs> listening, uh, cause it still felt huge back then, but sure. you know, uh, the, you know, entire 65 people, you know, that, right. uh, were coming from all over, um, with different backgrounds from different schools with very different personalities, but we were all united for a season under the exact same purpose. It's just the coolest picture of the way the body of Christ should be. Yeah. Um, and so that it, it created in me just this, uh, hunger to live, uh, in that community and to be, um, working with that kind of purpose. Mm. Um, I was already feeling a call towards ministry, um, towards the end of high school, um, had some really cool experiences through mission trips with my church, but, um, I think, uh, honestly, summer staff almost kind of like, uh, spoiled me or broke me to like, just, man, like this is the way, uh, we should be living. Mm. And so, uh, that's a big reason I, you know, I, I wanted to pursue an opportunity to work here full time is just 
that sense of purpose and collaboration with other believers and just that place of um, we're trying to do something that can only be done with the Lord's help. Mm. Uh, I think that's a, that's a big thing is you really see that on summer staff. Cause man, what we ask of them is kind of crazy <laughs> um, to go like 10 straight weeks of like only two hours off a day. Right. Yeah. Um, and to an extent, I mean, literally just two hours off. Cause like, even when they're sleeping, I mean, they're on like, Oh yeah. You know, they're, they're expected to still be responsible for those kids. And, um, it is just so physically and emotionally exhausting that, uh, yeah, truly you, you can't do it without the mm. support of the Lord. Um, and just, you know, living in dependence on him. And so, yeah, that's, uh, it's very different being on, on, uh, on rest staff. It's not quite that intense, but, sure. um, man, what we, what we're aiming for and what we're striving to do, um, uh, is so much bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, constantly reminded through this work of how, how dependent we are on Christ. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I want to always have that. Yeah. So, so, you know, again, you've been basically associated with the ranch for about half of its existence, 25 of 60 years. So you have a good picture of the ebbs and flows and the changes and the, and the things. So, what what are the things that you feel like have been over the over the thirty years twenty five years? Those what what are those things that you've seen changed? And then on the other side of that, what are the things that you haven't seen changed? The things that you look back as a thread through your entire time and said it's still New Life Ranch. Yeah, that's a great question, um, man. A lot. I've seen a lot of change uh, over the last 25 years. I was talking with someone recently. Um, our oldest child is uh, just a year or two away uh, from being able to attend camp. And actually, now he won't be attending camp at the Valley for oh, another six or so years with right. the, the programming change. But So definitely at that point, by the time he is able to attend camp at the Valley, there isn't a single building on that property other than the chapel. Oh, wow. That will look like it did when I was a camper. Wow. Uh, every single building other than the chapel will have been either uh, replaced altogether mm-hmm. um, or significant remodel yeah. um, by, that, by that time. Or it didn't exist back then. Um, and was, so. Was, uh, was Westwood's, was it around when you started camp in some form or fashion? Um, Westwoods, the original Westwoods was was there, I believe. Okay, um, and then, but, now they're even talking about remodeling. But, yeah, but that there, soon, there's, plan, so. there's plans. <laughs> yeah, I, there's plans for a remodel there, yeah. and so I'm pretty sure that will happen before uh, <laughs> before he's able, he, to, he's able to, to get to camp. Yeah, so it'll be a completely different landscape. Yeah, in, yeah, in a totally. way. I mean, just all the buildings are yep. different. Yeah, um, but you know, at the same time, I think. You know, uh, our our core values, um, which we you know defined as a staff, I don't know, eight years ago or so. Yeah, um, we didn't like just pick those and say, "Hey, this is who we're going to be." That was a really fun process because it, they were really easy to identify. 
um, they, they've been there from the beginning, um, you know, that we are a biblically-based uh, ministry focused on relationships and service to others. And man, you, I mean, you saw that back when I was a camper and that so much of what made the place so great. Um, I mean, just the relational aspect, you know, the, the importance of, uh, you know, your counselors and the develop, uh, the, the relationship developed with those counselors, the focus on Christ, um, Mm. and, you know, teaching the Bible and, and, uh, you know, man, like, Bible memory was like one of my favorite things as a kid because I was super competitive. <laughs> and back then they had like a list of like a hundred verses oh, yeah. that you could memorize and earn uh, earn points for your cabin. Um, but you know, despite the competitive side of it, man, like we did that because that was that was important. Yeah. Um, helping kids uh, connect with Christ and um, build that relationship and. It's funny, like despite all the the changes, and when you look at the property, it has morphed so much. But uh, it, when you're out there on a hot summer day, uh, watching kids go around and interact with each other and play, it like feels like the exact same place yeah, yeah. Um, that that I I was uh, playing at when I was a kid. So. I, I think I I still get the exact same feeling. I mean, I've been on full-time staff now for basically nine years coming down the hill seeing the horse pasture on the left turning into camp it still feels the same absolutely as when i was a camper and i think yeah. that's pretty cool that absolutely. despite all of those changes the the integrity and the feel of the place is the, still the same well and i think i think because so much of that is tied to um our Lord and Savior and our relationship with Him. Yeah. You know, for so many of us, it's the place where, um, for the first time, we stopped and really listened. Um, mm. You know, mm. that's one of the things that I love so much about camp is it takes you outside of your comfort zone. You know, uh, it takes you away from your routine and the distractions of your everyday life um, and you are forced to be still and listen and pay attention to what the Lord is saying. Um, you know, it's, it's even worse today, but even back when we were kids, um, you know, especially in our culture, we have learned to uh, distract ourselves at every moment of mm-hmm. the day, um, whether it's with school or TV or video games or even just, you know, not even like bad things. Um, we don't like to be alone with our thoughts or be mm. still. Um, and at camp, what's cool is like you're kind of forced into it. You know, there's no cell service down in the valley and, you know, a lot of your your comforts and routine are, are stripped away and then it's it's just you and the Lord and and his people and his creation. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, you know, one of the, one of the constants. Mm. Um, and then, yeah. And then that, that focus, uh, that focus on encouraging those relationships and developing them and leaning into that rather than resisting. Uh, So you're, you're now moving into a new position as the summer programs coordinator to launch a new camp for juniors. So what excites you about about that position and about the future influence that you get to make as a person that's creating programming. 
Yeah, I was really drawn uh, to this opportunity because I wanted to be a part of that process of helping see that we um, were able to transfer culture and cling to what was important. Um, I'm actually really excited about a lot of the things that are going to be different and unique about this place from Mm -hmm. the Valley. Um, you know, I'm excited to lean into the Western, uh, theme that is unavoidable on this property. Right. Yeah. You can't Um, get away from it even if you wanted to. (laughs) Exactly. But, uh, so I think that's going to be really fun and I'm excited for, uh, for us to get creative and do some, some fun new, uh, programming things based on that. Um, but I'm, I'm also really excited about helping, uh, foster and cling to, um, the things that have made summer camp successful and, and fun for, uh, our, our campers over the year. And so, you know, navigating through that process of, okay, well, this was, you know, this was a tradition, um, back in the Valley, uh, should it continue over here and why, you know, and kind of digging into the root of what, what value did it bring and why, why did we do that? Um, and, you know, does it tie back into our mission and our core values and what we're trying to accomplish? And if not, then being able to let go. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that process and helping make this place um, feel like New Life Ranch. And ultimately, you know, what that means to me is that can we be successful at meeting our mission yeah. um, and in introducing these kids to um, – the gospel of Jesus Christ and helping them, you know, interact with him through his creation. Good. So. Good. Well, hey, we're going to take a little break here. And then we, when we come back, special game that we're going to play that I think if anyone can excel at this game, it's you. So we're going to come back right after the break. And I got something for you. All right. No pressure. <laughs> I could be alive This April, we'd like you to come celebrate with us at one of our four A Night for New Life Ranch dinners. Join us for a casual evening of great food and great conversation. This year is all about celebrating the incredible things God has done through New Life Ranch these past several years, and we'd love to see you at the party. The dinners kick off April 3rd at New Life Ranch Flint Valley. Then April 9th, we'll have a dinner in Northwest Arkansas, April 11th in Tulsa, and finally, The evening of April 12th will be in Oklahoma City. You can find out more about the dinners and RSVP by going to newliferanch.com slash dinners. So here at MCP, we don't just do silly interviews, although that wasn't really silly at all, but you know, you get the point. We don't just do silly interviews, we also play fun games. And so today, Mr. Nathan, we're going to play a game that I think is perfect for you. What we're going to do is I'm going to play the first second of a theme song. Oh gosh. Because you love music. I do. You love you love New Life Ranch. And I think you pride yourself on knowledge of both of those things. I, I do, but man, this is <laughs> this is going to be tough. I, I I'm think excited. I think you're going to be okay because okay. So so theme songs have been something that have basically been around 
Ex- exactly since you started coming to camp in 2000 or 1994. Yep. That's when Chris King wrote the first theme, wrote the first theme song. So so I'm just going to play a one second clip oh, and then you're going to guess we'll see you, you can guess the song, okay. song title, the okay. theme, the yeah. year, any yeah. of those things as much as you can give us and uh we'll we'll see how many of these you can get. Sounds great. All right, here we go. First song. Uh, I know that one. Uh, it's like something about um, something about the word, and the word was God. Ooh, oh, man! I've That's got good. some. I've got some lyrics running through my head. That's definitely a Chris King one. Uh, meet your maker. Ding 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 ding. Yes. Yes. Meet your maker, which I believe was. What was that? 2000, uh, 2000 maybe? Maybe. Something like that? Yeah. I think so. I could probably do some research on it. I didn't do any research for this game. I just pulled the music up. Yeah, I think it may have been late 90s. Anyway, that, that was definitely Meet Your Maker. Meet Your Maker. All Whew. right. Let's go for another one here. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> do you know the artist? That was a Cass Harris original. But this I'm is pretty, pretty easy sure. if you're trying to guess the artist because it's yes. either Chris King or Cass, yeah. and they have distinctly different they styles. They do, um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was one of my summers on summer staff. Yep, uh, I can confirm that. I'm going to go with Free to Fly. Oh, no, Dang that would it. be incorrect. Okay. That one was Consume Me. Oh, okay. Which I don't remember the theme for that. Was it uh, I, Consumed? That was the, yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah. theme. Yeah, it was. I think that it was, was 2007. Yeah. yeah. Consumed. Yeah. Consume Me, Cass Harris, 2007. All right, here we go. I could be a... Okay. This is kind of an easy one because it starts the lyrics off. Alive and Kicking. Yep, Alive and Kicking. Summer theme was Alive and Kicking. Yeah. That one, that one was an easy one. I just started with that one. Made you feel pretty comfortable about that's, it. That's okay. Here we go. Man. It's another Chris King one. Yep. It, it's off the White Bread album. Yep. Um, You're going to have to think way back for this one. You're going to have to think really far back. Eyes on the Prize. Oh, not even close. Dang it. 1994, the very first theme song ever written, Follow Me, uh, which was the theme for that yeah. summer as well. So 1994, you were like a third grader that back then, so how would you remember that? I think, I think, it was, I think the theme was actually Follow His Lead. Is what oh, that's called. right. You're right. You're right. Follow His Lead was the theme, not yeah. Follow Me. Yeah. All right, here's a classic. Ah, Free to Fly. No. Nope. Right? Is it no. not? No, that's not free to play. Oh, is it setting? Yeah, it's the yes. claps with setting the curve yes, for life. Setting the curves, great, yes. hilarious story with that is somehow in the middle of the <laughs> chorus, people started like doing this double clap. Yeah, I am young, I am free, I'm setting the curve <laughs> for life, and it drove Cass Harris. Yeah, Cass loved it. Insane. <laughs> it drove him crazy that they would do that in the middle of the song. And so I always think back to that whenever I listen to that yes. song. Yes. I All right, remember, last I remember one that here. one a lot. Last one we got. Eyes on the prize. There you go. You 1996. That was my first summer, so I wanted to throw that one in there. That was, yeah. I think that, what, what summer was that? Uh, 1996. Okay. Eyes on the prize. That, yeah, so that was either my... I can't remember if that was my second or third summer, but uh, a, 
one of my best friends coming back that summer, we like, you know, this is the mid nineties. So we, (laughs) we made t-shirts, uh, based on that theme, uh, that we brought with us, um, with like that, like, like that like was it neon. A puppy paint? yeah oh yeah, yeah. that's and, great and so we each had one and then we also had one for our like previous summer's counselor Ooh. um mr steve hey i had mr steve in my cabin mr he had uh big ears yep yeah <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna go there but that was yeah i don't uh he was awesome he was like he really probably was. my like favorite counselor yeah he was my first time. counselor in 1996 um, so he, he was great he was awesome uh, well, hey, thanks for playing this yeah. silly game, this fun game with me. I don't have a prize for you, uh, but you wouldn't I, have won yeah, it anyway. Exactly. I was like, that doesn't matter. I, I struck out quite a bit. <laughs> well, that's all right. Uh, I appreciate you chatting with me and uh, telling us about your story at New Life Ranch and, and what you're doing next. So uh, excited to see what you have in store for Frontier Cove and all the junior campers that are going to experience this for the first time. It's going to be fun. Send your second to sixth graders. <laughs> A little plug right there. Yeah, dude. All right. We're going to play on the lake. It's going to be yeah, great. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right, man. Hey, thanks for joining us again for MCP. We hope you enjoyed getting to know Mr. Nathan a little bit better. On the April episode of the podcast, I'll be interviewing Mr. Tim and Miss Melanie Hale. They have a powerful story about calling that you won't want to miss. Music for this podcast was written and performed for New Life Ranch by Mr. Cass Harris. You can find all of his work on iTunes and Spotify. Additional music was written and performed for the ranch by Chris King. Chris King has his eyes on the prize, and that prize is some delicious toast. And finally, help us spread the word about MCP by sharing this podcast with your friends, subscribing on iTunes or Google Play or wherever it is you listen to podcasts, and giving our podcast a rating. Thanks for the listening. We'll be back in April.